Welcome to Lifeology. I am James Miller, your host and a licensed psychotherapist. I'm looking forward to spending this time with you as we learn some pretty amazing life lessons. Let's get started. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to listen to this show. When you're done listening, I hope you take a minute and write a quick review on whichever radio or podcast platform you've heard this show. Your insights will help others to be inspired and encouraged. I have a great show for you today. I'm going to give you a different take on what it means to be positive. I'll also be interviewing Reverend Kathy Jean Norman, who reviews her book, Sermon on the Mole Hill, Spiritual Keys to Amazing Health, Wealth, and Loving Relationships. This book was based off of 52 of her most powerful yet relatable sermons that can be immediately applied to everyday life. This book gives readers practical tools and down-to-earth techniques that uncover their spiritual side so life can become more like heaven on earth. For more information on Kathy, please visit sermonsonthemolehill.com. You may also purchase her book on Amazon or in the previous guest products in both stores at either jamesmillerlifeology.com or lifeology.tv. Thank you so much for listening to Lifeology. I would love to connect with you. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. I am also very active on Instagram and create many videos with quick tips and tools that you can immediately implement. Be sure to say hello and follow me there. If you're anything like me, you love to read. Lifeology and Audible.com have partnered to offer you an incredible opportunity. Audible is offering you one free book download with a free 30-day trial. This is perfect for those of you who love to read but often don't have time to enjoy your favorite pastime. Go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible to start your free trial. They have over 180,000 books from all genres, so I'm pretty confident your favorite author's books will be there. Go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible and start listening to your favorite book today. Once again, go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible to get started today. A different take on being positive. As kids, we were taught that if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. And as we grew up, we sometimes forgot about that. And we find that we would gossip with other people or we would really focus on something negative that happened and then we couldn't wait to talk negatively about someone. Sure, we all know that we shouldn't do that, but it's important to look at this in a slightly different way of why we shouldn't do it. The main reason why we shouldn't say those things is because it actually affects us. And you all know that I really like to focus on ways to streamline our life. Think of your life like this. Every day you are given 100 energy points that you get to allocate, or in other words, assign to each situation. So you start your day and you're doing great at work and you've really focused and you've allocated, I'd say maybe 25 of those points at work. However, at lunchtime, something happens. You get into an argument with someone or you become overwhelmed with something. And then you think about it for the next hour. And as you think about it, the creativity that you would usually use for work, all of a sudden those energy points are now focused on the thoughts of what happened. So as you think about it, you lose a couple points that go towards those thoughts. And later on in the day, you see one of your coworkers and you tell her about the situation. All of a sudden, the more you talk about it, you give more energy points to this situation. And then once that conversation's done, and then you think about that negative event over and over again. And so all of a sudden, the points that you had 
to be productive and creative that day have now been moved or allocated to something that didn't need to be discussed, that didn't need to be put in your brain to be thought about over and over and over again. So that's the main reason why it's important not to dwell on situations that at the end of the day really don't matter or to gossip about people or talk about people because you're taking those energy points, if you will, and you're allocating them towards something that isn't going to give you a healthy return on your investment. And then at the end of the day, we often wonder, why am I so exhausted? Oh, I didn't get all my work done. And that doesn't feel good. So think of it this way. You want to make sure that as you start your morning, because how you start your morning is indicative of how your day is going to go, you want to make sure that you reset all the time. If you're holding on to something that doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things, why are you focusing on it? Why are you talking about it? So yes, it's good to be a kind human being and not spread rumors or talk about people. But really, it's more about becoming the most productive person you can be based off of focusing on what is healthier or positive. And that's the main reason why, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. Because at the end of the day, those energy points in your life account, if you will, you'll be bankrupt. So the more you focus on what's healthy, the more productive and self-developed you'll be. Are you an expert in your field or an author who wants massive exposure? I am now looking for self-development experts to be a promotional guest on Lifeology. Currently, Lifeology has an average listenership of over 3 million people per episode. If you are ready to invest in your brand and promote yourself on Lifeology, then apply today. Simply go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash guest and apply for this opportunity. This is only for a limited time and only a select few will be chosen. So if you're ready to reach a global audience, then apply today. Simply go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash guest to apply. Kathy Jean Norman spent 36 years in the ministry in churches in California and Colorado. She is a co-author of the new book, Sermon on the Mole Hill, Spiritual Keys to Amazing Health, Wealth, and Loving Relationships. This book was based off of 52 of her most powerful yet relatable sermons that can be immediately applied to everyday life. This book gives readers practical tools and down-to-earth techniques that uncover our spiritual side so life can become more like heaven on earth. Welcome to my show, Reverend Kathy. Yeah, well, thank you. It's a pleasure. It's a great joy. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. I love the title of your book, Sermon on the Molehill. That just tickles me for some reason. I think it's a great, it's a great title. Good. <laughs> Did you always know that you wanted to go, or I guess to be a reverend, to be in the ministry? You know what I did? When I was 15, I had a, a kind of a spiritual awakening. I was in a youth group and uh, really was in it because of the boys. It wasn't, I wasn't <laughs> spiritual at all. And, uh, and a friend of mine and I, uh, we, were, uh, we were doing a little uh, hike up into this mountain off the Colorado River. And um, she said, would you like to pray? And I was like, ah, oh, okay. So um, I said, you start. So we held hands. And as she's praying, I'm peeking at her, and she's translucent with light. Oh, wow. And as I'm looking at her, I'm in awe, and she opens her eyes and looks at me, and I look down, and my whole being was just translucent. Oh, my gosh. It was an amazing experience. And for both of us, we had uh, this blissful feeling for about a month. 
Mm. And, it, and it completely changed us. It transformed every part of our being. Uh, she went on to do, oh gosh, I think it was um, like children's ministry. Oh, neat. Okay. And I went on, my grandmother had taken me to a, a Unity church. She was a Unity student. And so I went with her. And as I'm sitting there, I really heard, and this was at the age of 15, I really heard, this is what you're meant to do. Mm. So your calling happened at that time. It happened at that time. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. It, it took me a little while. I graduated uh, from ministerial school at the age of 23 when, you know, you know everything at the age of <laughs> <laughs> I remember those years. <laughs> yes, indeed, indeed. Well, tell us more about the Unity Church, because some people may not uh, may not be familiar with that. Well, the Unity Church, it's called Unity because it uh, it accepts all races, all religions, all ways of being, and 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 everyone is welcome. Mm -hmm. And so that we we don't exclude anyone, but also in that there's all ways of of belief systems. So it takes a little bit of the best of everything, of mm -hmm. Christianity, of Judaism, of uh it's it's basically new thought and uh and how to how to live a more prosperous life mm -hmm. so that's what unity in a nutshell is all about because i know when i was reading the the synopsis of your book it talks about the unity principle which is to look for the good in all situations to look for the good in each other and to look for the good in ourself and i think that's amazing you know coming from a positive psychology standpoint that's really what we teach as well you know when i had my practice for so long I would hear all these negative things about people and they're, what they're yeah. going through. And there's obviously a time and place for that. So I would never minimize that. But, yeah. but if, if you continually talk about everything that's going wrong in your life, that's all you see. You know, you bring a coin to your eye and the closer it gets to your eye, that's all you see. And so I love how the unity principle really incorporates, let's look at what's going well. Let's look at the healthier things in one's life because the more you surround yourself with that and look for that, then, you, then that becomes your worldview. And that is so true. And it's not like we're perfect. That's exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Maybe we were 23, but not today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's going to be people that are going to challenge that yes. thought. And so it's, it takes great discipline to get back into what's what's working here, what's mm -hmm. good here. So, yes. <laughs> you know, one of the things I like to look at as well, because you're absolutely right, none of us are perfect. I always kind of remove the concept of black and white thinking. In other words, it's it's 100% good or it's 100% bad. Um, it's 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 all or nothing. That type of thinking become can become so limiting. So when people say to me, James, did I do did I do the right thing? I always say, did you do the healthiest thing that you were able to do in that moment? Because if we say, yes, this is the perfect thing and this is the worst thing, then all of a sudden that's so much pressure on us because tomorrow I may be at the top of my game and today I may not be as much of that, but I can be the healthiest version of me in that moment based off of what's happening in my life in that moment. I love that. You know, that that's so wise because one of the, the things that I try to live by is that insistence is resistance. Mm. So if you insist that something look a certain way or uh, or if you believe that you should be a certain way, then there's a certain amount of resistance. Mm -hmm. And as you know, everything's energy, right? Yeah. So you're you're uh, you bring in a contracting feeling. And what's the law of the universe? It's it's to match mm -hmm. your energy. Parallel, yeah. So it's mm -hmm. just, it's just going to give you more of what you resist. So I love that you put it that way because it it really is true how you perceive yourself and how you perceive your world 
is uh, it, it's it's you're just going to attract more of the same. Exactly. Yeah. And and in our world, in our in, especially in this country right now, well, there's a, a huge divide mm -hmm. of people that are insisting that it looks a certain way or yeah. insisting that our country needs to be a certain way. And again, re insistence just means resistance. Mm -hmm. And, and it, it, the way to be is, okay, what is working here? Is there things that are working? I love your, your positive psychology. Like, <laughs> well, how, how can we change it around yes. in, in such a way that, okay, there's a lot of things that are good. Mm -hmm. that, and if, if we're doing that, then the universe will just match that and bring more good to us. And there's in, in psychology as well, we teach about what's called a dialectic. It's a very fancy term to basically say two things that are could be completely opposite or two things that have nothing to do with each other can exist 100% of the time. And what yeah. that means, for example, would be, let's say you're at a funeral and you're so sad and you're crying because someone passed away. But then in that same moment as you're feeling that way, you think about a really funny moment that you have with that person and you start laughing and you're so filled with joy, but you're still a hundred percent sad and you're still a hundred percent happy. And sometimes as humans, we think that it has to be one or the other. I can only feel this or I have to feel that. But the complexity of our emotions are so great that many things can exist. So for you to say, you know, as, as far as the divide in the, in the country right now, there's so many things that, that can be different but can still exist a hundred percent of the time. And I think that's when people forget that it's this or that all or nothing. And that's where that divisiveness really, really fall, comes into play. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's a great example. Well, thank you. <laughs> well, let's transition it. into your book. Cause I, yeah. I think it's great. Cause you have so many topics that you discuss. So 52 of your, of your, of your sermons, you lumped together with your co-author, uh, Dr. Noelle Nelson, which I'd love yeah. to have her on my show sometime. Oh, good. So wait, tell us some of the, the snippets or some of the, the themes that are in your book. Well, one of, the thing, one of the reasons that I wrote this book is because there's a trend that's happening now in, in our country, and that is there's a lot of churches that are having to close down. Mm -hmm. not, not as many people are going to church sure. as, as, as much. And um, so what I decided to do is to bring 52 uh, sermons so that the people that aren't going to church, they still, they still get a spiritual mm. upliftment once like a week. Yeah. So it's that being said, uh, the, I, I just, I'm a storyteller. I love to tell <laughs> stories. Good. And so you'll find that in, in this book, there's a lot of different stories, not only personal stories, but stories that I just made up. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, just, uh, fables and tales mm -hmm. and, um, and it goes anywhere from uh, how to how to be with yourself, uh, and a lot like what what you teach, as well as money. That's I, I have a whole thing on the Ten Commandments of money, which is my favorite. Oh, that sounds great! Oh, I it's love that. Awesome, it's awesome. Uh, and then uh, I talk about uh, love. Mm -hmm. uh, God, God makes a way where out of where we feel that there's no way. Sure. Uh, so it's more of a spiritual book, especially for those people that feel that they're spiritual, but not religious. I was going to bring that up as well. Yes, there are some people who really ascribe to certain religious doctrine, which is totally yes. fine. And other people are more spiritual um, and they get to define what that spirituality looks like. I know for me, I have my specific methodology and I know so many other people who have a different version of that in order to, to learn more about something, we have to practice it. And that's why the spiritual side, unfortunately for many people isn't practiced as much. And with yeah. that, 
it's just more, there's, there always feels like there's a part of us missing because that has not really been explored. And that's so true. And that, that's so true. And, and that's one of the reasons why we wanted to put this book out is for those people that, you know, that they, they just, they'd rather do something else on a Sunday mm-hmm. than go to church. Sure. And, and well, it's, it's a commitment. It's, it is a it is a commitment. And you know, that was one of the things that on Sundays I always acknowledged the people that that came to church because I realized, you know, it takes like you said, it's a commitment. It mm-hmm. takes time to get there. You're having to, you know, sit through the announcements and all the other things that go along with it. And then, you know, that and then of course there's fellowship, which is lovely. Mm-hmm. Sure, um, that's that's a fun part. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Especially when there's food at the end. I'm like, I'm yes, there. <laughs> in, indeed, indeed. So this is just a, a way for for people to to do the like you said, uh, it's their their spiritual practice on their own. And one of the things that we do uh, in Unity is that it's not a it's not a religion, but it is a practice. Mm-hmm. These are all mm-hmm. tools and keys that you get to practice on an everyday basis. I really like that. Let's talk about, you know, when I was looking at some of the different themes here, it talks about just success as well. Tell yes. us more about your version of, and what's in this book about success. Well, I am a big believer in it, and uh, I really believe that that God wants everybody to be successful Mm -hmm. and whether that means in relationships or in health or uh, financially successful in every area of of your life and i i really am not a believer in a god that wants people to be you know upset depressed Mm -hmm. poor that you know god is always there loving us 24 hours a day and our our what we need to do is just tune into that part that God wants us to be. Yeah. And um so yes, yeah, success. I'm I'm a I'm a big believer in it and I always celebrate everybody else's success mm, cuz That's great. Yeah, they're just tuning into what is really meant to be. Yeah. And you know, it's something as well as I think so many times and I'll speak specifically for this western culture here is often success is defined in finances. And yes, yes. that is an amazing successful um, metric. However, just like you said, success can be defined in many different ways. I always look for me is success is my quality of life. If, yes. if my life is, is rolling out the way that I want it to be, I mean, for example, I, I left my practice, came down here to sunny Florida and started started what I'm doing now. And but my the foundation for it was I wanted to do whatever it is I'm going to do wherever it is as long as I have an internet connection. And I was like, okay, I don't know what that looks like, but that's my <laughs> quality of life so I can be location independent. And so for me that was that was my metric of success. And I thought, well, anything everything else will kind of fall in the line with that. And so for me it's my quality of life to be independent and then the other metrics of that could be finances, relationships, health, wellness, all of that as well. So I think as as individuals as we as we maybe revisit what success means to us, we'll see that it's not necessarily pigeonholed into one aspect, but to multiple aspects of our life. You know, I love how you put that, James, because that's truly what it's about. Mm-hmm. It's about following your highest joy. Yes. If if your joy is saying, okay, go to Florida, set up set up this internet business, if that just spoke to you and your heart just went, oh, this feels like this is where I need to go. You're right. That is success. Mm-hmm. And that, that is also following your intuitive guidance. Yes. I, I'm a big believer in knowing that God speaks through our joy. You know, oh, and, I like that. 
I like yes. that. Yes. If, if, if something speaks to you, such as, you know, going to Florida, it's like you knew that you knew that you knew that mm -hmm. that's what you needed to do to become a success. Yeah. So that's a great example. No, I appreciate that. But, you know, with even piggybacking off of what you're saying, sometimes we allow the distractions in life to have be so much white noise or just noise in, in around us that we just can't sit quiet enough to say, do I feel joy in this? And sometimes we even forgot what joy feels like. And so, you know, it's good to maybe reflect on a past memory. When did I, what did joy feel like? And so when oh, we reflect yeah. on that, then it's like, oh, I totally forgot what that feels like. Let me sit with that a little bit longer and see how I feel about the decisions I'm making in my life right now. You know, I, that's great. Because one of the things that I do, I, I will sometimes lead people in a meditation mm. where if they can't find their joy in the moment, I'll ask them to tune into a past joy because it's in it's in cellular memory. It is, so yeah. Might as well bring it forth, let it radiate within every cell of your being, and then express that into the now moment, into the holy moment. And and that is a, a, a wonderful exercise to do. Oh, I like that. Is there can you kind of walk us through a little bit more of that so people listening would be able to practice that? Sure, sure. So one, you, you just tune in and whatever is sacred to you, you know, not everyone likes the word God, mm -hmm. uh, not everyone likes the word universe or whatever. So I just say, you know, whatever is sacred to you, tune into that. Yeah. And then from there, tune into remember a time when you just felt so joyful. And then at, when you get to that place of feeling joy, just allow that feeling to just permeate every part of your being, mm. every cell, every atom of your being. Then imagine that you're radiating it out from your physical being out into your world. And so everyone that you come in contact with feels this joy. Every interaction that you do, people, places, things, circumstances feel this joy. Everywhere you go, you will be divinely guided by this feeling of joy. So it's just a, a wonderful exercise. It's a great exercise to, to do first thing in the morning. I was going to say that. That's what made me think of it. Yeah, that's great. Oh, yeah. And it takes but maybe five minutes or yeah. so, James. Yeah. It doesn't take very long. And I love the fact that when you envision how you're influencing the people around you, once you leave, you've left a legacy there of joy or left a legacy of happiness, of peace. And that's something I think we often forget that once we leave a room or leave a conversation, there is residual, if you want to use the word energy, that's left there. So <laughs> you want to be the one to be able to tailor that to say, I want people to have a really good feeling once I leave. I want to be a, a change agent in this moment. So before I do anything, before I talk to someone, let me set my intention to say this is my objective. So when I leave, I want people to feel uh, feel loved. I want them to feel accepted. I want them to feel joy or nurtured, whatever it may be. And then that's your intention. So everything you do, you make sure that it follows that objective. And so once you do leave, that's the hope that they did receive what you wanted them to receive upon upon you leaving. Absolutely. You know, after church services and unity, we sing the song, let there be peace on earth and let it begin with me. Mm. And the only way truly to have peace on earth is you have to do it yourself first. Yeah, yeah you certainly do. Yeah, and not insist that everyone else 
be what you think they should be. Well, it's, it's all, yeah, because it also then says you have to demonstrate peace the way I demonstrate peace. Exactly. And so it's putting people in those boxes of saying you have to be just like me. And this is the only way that, that you can feel joy or feel peace is by doing this. Or you have to present it just like me. And that's just not how we're made up. And thankfully so. Yes. Yes, indeed. Indeed. <laughs> well, I was seeing some of the reviews that you have online about this book, and it's it's receiving some fantastic reviews. Thank you. Yeah, of course. So the individuals who you'd want to read this, you said they're not necessarily uh, go to church or, or kind of maybe revisiting their spirituality. What yeah. would you say to those individuals and say, you know, I just have never really thought about it, I've never really gotten into it. What would be some advice you would give them? You mean g- getting into their own spirituality? Exactly. So what I would suggest is that if they really want, the, I, I'm, I, I also study quantum physics. Oh, perfect. So I'm really into everything being energy. Mm-hmm. And if they want to set up their day or their life in such a way that everything flows in a serendipitous, synchronistic way, where you, you just are in the right place at the right time meeting the right people, then setting up your day first thing in the morning, whether it's the joy exercise that I gave you, or even just reading a, a, a chapter in this book, it'll set it up in such a positive way that you're actually projecting energy out in, in, in such a way that the universe just matches that mm-hmm. energy. Yeah. You know, it's like a tune, you're just, you're all it is. You know, it, you're just a walking tuning fork. That's, <laughs> you really are. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, vibrates that, is, that frequency. Yeah, it's silly too. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, a lot of times when things are not going well in my life, I go, wait a minute, what what is it that I'm projecting mm-hmm. out there that the universe likes to match right now? Because yeah. just the law of the universe is that it just matches whoever you are. Yeah. And we have to take responsibility for that too. I mean, sometimes I'm like, oh, darn it. I didn't realize I was projecting this. (laughs) Let me reset that. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. In fact, the other day I had a a great uh, uh, example of this. I, by mistake, had pulled out in front of this one woman and boy, she just let me have it. Well, I noticed that she was also a neighbor of mine. So she was kind of an acquaintance. And, you know, every part of my being you know, the in a most ministerial way, wanted to show her, you know, some some kind of uh, some kind of language, some kind of sign language. You know, just I I yes. tried so hard not to do that, and I let it ruin my whole. Oh, I, I would goodness, say yeah. for for like three hours or so, yeah. and I'm think I'm, I I had the soap opera in my mind, like, oh, you know what? When I see her, I'm gonna <laughs> let her have it. I'm gonna tell her this, blah blah blah, for three hours. And then I realized, oh my gosh, yeah. I am becoming a really, I, if I don't stop myself now, yeah. the vibrational match to what I'm putting out there, it, I, I'm not going to enjoy. Yes, exactly. It was a good catch. And I have, often have that myself. I'm, you know, I have some of those thoughts. I'm like, wait a minute, I'm my self-help guys. I need to, <laughs> I need to demonstrate yeah. that a lot more. <laughs> yes, indeed. Indeed. Well, Reverend Norman, it has been an absolute pleasure having you on my show today. If my listeners would like to find out more information about you and to purchase this phenomenal book, Sermon on the Molehill, Spiritual Keys to Amazing Health, Wealth, and Loving Relationships, where they find all this information online. Oh, well, they can go to Amazon. It's it's just it's going like hotcakes on on Amazon right now. So Sermon on the Molehill on Amazon. And then uh, if they'd like to visit our website, it's uh, sermons, sermons with an S on the molehill.com. And uh, they can go there and, and 
you know, just enjoy what we put out. Also on Facebook, we have Sermon on the Molehill. We have different things that come out every day. Just little. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, my listeners also know that if they're not able to find your book, one more time, Sermon on the Molehill, Spiritual Keys to Amazing Health, Wealth, and Loving Relationships, simply go to the previous guest sections in both stores at either jamesmillerlifeology.com or lifeology.tv, and it will link them directly with Amazon. Kathy G. Norman, thank you so much for being a fantastic guest on my show today. I really appreciated this interview. Oh, you are a delight. Thank you so <laughs> much, James. God bless you, my friend. I also want to thank you, my listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you join me today. Also, please go to my website where you may sign up for the free weekly recap, watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, and purchase my previous guests' self-help products. If you'd like to work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support, and I'll talk to you soon.